You're listening to The Powerful Creator Show with your host, Cheryl Sosnowski. If you can conceive it and believe it, you can achieve it. And now, here's your host, Cheryl Sosnowski. Joining me on the Powerful Creator Show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Super, I adore you. Super excited to talk to you. I adore you too. Okay, so my first question before we sure. dive in, and I can't wait to hear your answer to this question: <laughs> is, What does it mean to you to be a powerful creator? I love this question. I love that you're asking people this. Um, so, for me specifically, what does that mean? I would say two things. It means that I have to have like conscious awareness of what I'm thinking about, complaining about, asking for. So (laughs) uh, I think when we get real conscious and purposeful, then we can really see like our superpowers unleashed when it comes into like manifestation and creating the life that we desire. But if you're the kind of person like I used to be, where I used to focus on all my problems, Mm -hmm. you can just see that exacerbate. Um, The other thing about powerful creators, I would say the second thing is, I feel very inspired to co-create with the divine. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I'm always asking for, I'd like to have this, is this possible or better? Because I think there is sometimes there's like this, you know, invisible door the second or third option that we don't even know is available unless we ask and so I'm always asking if there's an upgrade you remember when we used to play Super Mario Brothers there would be like the hidden hidden world of the tube yes yes yes. that's what I'm talking about oh I love that (laughs) try to get to the hidden world (laughs) all the coins and you have to know it's there to find it Otherwise, you'll never be looking. Find it. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, be looking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a fun analogy. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so I really want to dive into this topic sure. of manifestation, because I okay. feel like this energy shift that we've all shifted yeah. into in 2021 is things are manifesting fast. Yeah. So yeah. let's dive into the power of manifestation and the importance of conscious awareness in not creating what you don't want. Yeah. So I learned about the secret lots and lots and lots of years ago. It was like a stepping stone. I, took, I was a Sunday school teacher. It was part of the curriculum somebody handed me to offer. I was in that kind of a cool church. Um, <laughs> um, and I took it home to my boys. And I have to tell you, once my spirit guides, guardian angels, divine support team started teaching me and training me, I realized what was shared in the secret although valuable was literally only like one lesson of 10 when it comes to manifesting it's like it's like beginners and no offense to anybody who's just stumbling onto that it's a great foundational uh, piece to begin to understand how your thoughts do manifest Uh, but if if you'd like to have the house of your dreams, I'm going to tell you, there's probably seven to nine more steps past uh, what the secret uh, shares with you to actually receiving the house of your dreams, in, in my opinion. 
Um, I do believe, based on the guidance I've channeled, been channeling for the last few years, that we are manifesting super rapidly because of the 5D frequency vibes that are on our earth. So it's making things like a super highway of, of information. Um, and in those mid steps that I'm talking about in regarding manifestation, I think people tend to overlook that when you're aiming to manifest your desires, your dreams, the contrast of why it hasn't gotten to you before gets shown to you, mm -hmm. you know, all the reasons that you haven't had it yet. Yes. Um, and you really have to, I think you really have to embrace that this contrast is going to show up and embrace it. Like, you know, some people will see it as like teaching tools or lessons or things you need to know about yourself or, and I try not to get too upset about it. I just try to see it as like data is information. Right. Right. Um, some people get really, I think thrown on, you know, I've been mentoring people for years on this stuff and they get really disappointed because we love satisfaction now, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted it. We asked for it. Why isn't it here yet? And so some people will get really um, kind of go off track, disappointed, think it's not meant to be, or it's never going to happen. And they, they don't actually see that this is a refinement process. That's my opinion about that. I, I totally agree with you because it's like, if you imagine if what you like the biggest, wildest picture you could ask, think of for yourself, if that were to drop mm -hmm. into your lap right now, mm -hmm. you would not have the tools or the mental capabilities or the emotional uh, wherewithal to be able to handle it. And 100%. it's like you would, and you would sabotage it. You would destroy mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I agree with you a hundred percent. I absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I love that because it's in uh, so my book that I study and I teach from is way of mastery. And it, and it says yes. that everything, every lesson is a stepping stone to your mastery. And so just what mm. you said, if you treat it with data as data, or you treat as it data. as information, yeah. You treat it as a lesson yeah. and you allow, it's like this allowance and acceptance of these parts yeah. of yourself that, that yeah. they, then they can become integrated. Yeah. I, and I do, I agree with you. And I do think there's some misinformation out there in the personal development and spiritual industry that we have to have these really harsh lessons or learn things the hard way because of the upper frequencies that we have going on here. I think we have like a really prime optimal optimal opportunity to make short shifty adjustments with our thinking our attitude or our perspective and you can just be like shoom yeah. um but some people that have this belief that they have there must be something traumatic and that, uh, you know or that they have to have you know harsh real growth uh for this to be uh, sustaining or like um a real evolution. And I think evolution can come to us hard, fast, easy, soft. And I, I appreciate that it can look like all kinds of things. And I don't usually try to make it have to be. I mean, if we can do things easier, um, you know, with more grace and ease, I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not against spending the weekend crying in bed to heal through a thing. Yeah, like sure. wh whatever, whatever is necessary. I think I that's how I feel. Um, but you know, a lot of the medicine that I provide are those very short and quick source activations for people. And I've met people and they don't they they think that 
they don't drive well with it. Mm. Really fastened to the belief that we have to do really deep, hard inner work and really like go after trauma. And I, I think it can be, I think it could be either or. Yeah. And I've, I said in my experience of working with this for so many years now that I, I came to the conclusion that the divine intelligence answers your prayers and your requests in ways that you understand, not in the ways that you expect. And Mm. so if you're understanding negative experiences, then that's how they're going to arise. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's funny. So you will, you will get this as a humorous point that this happened just a couple of weeks ago that I had this amazing meditation experience where I like my body was just gone and I was floating in this colorful space and it was for a long time. It was a long meditation. And when I came out of it, I was like, Oh, I feel so amazing. Oh my gosh. I think I've done it. I've reached enlightenment. Yeah, there you go. Now, everybody the that I bliss zone, it was then until I left my house. And then the yeah. divine was like, okay, you think you're enlightened? <laughs> yeah. And within an hour, I was like, never mind. I take it back. I take it yeah. back. Yeah. So it's yeah, really yeah. interesting. So let's talk about activating, activation. Okay. Okay. Sure. And what that means. That word is being tossed around mm. a lot. And mm-hmm. I would love to know what your take on that is. I've seen it used inappropriately too, just so yes, you know. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I signed up for something where someone was a- advertising activations and I sat through months of it waiting for the activations to happen. And so um, from my frame of reference mm-hmm. in the way the divine has taught me to provide activations is quite literally um, I go into like trance channeling mode. And I, when that happens, it's almost like a theta frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I actually kind of just um, call out, I hear the divine kind of, telling me what to ask for or command making suggestions because each person needs to be involved on the decision of the activation that they're about to receive. Mm. So the divine does a great job of helping me explain or articulate what is being offered. Um, And this is the way the divine taught me years ago. They would say, Oh God, this one. This was news to me, but I, I was not that spiritual before 2012. So this was on my, my awakening and kind of my spiritual growth. So the divine would approach me and say, you have a um, kind of like a signal that's like a beacon mm. uh, signaling, signaling in your energy field. And it's calling out to people. I will help you. I will save you when you don't always have the resources, the time, the money, the energy to actually serve and support them. But you have this frequency that makes you a match. And I was just shook. Mm. I thought all this time, my whole life that people were brought to me, no matter how busy, no matter how financially expended, no matter. I thought, I thought the process was different. I thought I was supposed to help these people. I had no idea that they were responding to a signal that was just beep, 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 beep. Come to me. I'll help you. I'll save you. So the divine said, would you like us to, you know, turn this down or shift this uh, so that you're only offering when you, your services, your support, your help, 
when you feel guided, when it's in um, the highest good of you mm. and the individual, when it's like ecological, is it good for you? Is it good for, for them? Is it kind of good for the world? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I'll take that shift. Uh, yeah, I'll take that. And so what I refer to as an activation is often source, creator, God, clearing, and then activating that new frequency, that new shift. So, I mean, I don't know what other word to use it other than like shifts or clearings. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, an activation. Yeah. I, I really love that definition. And um, I practice it through the gene keys. And so it's about okay. activating out of your low frequency, shadow mm-hmm. frequencies and into those gift frequencies. Exactly. Nice. What you said. Changing the, changing that homing beacon. What are you sending yeah. out? And do you want to be more specific with your requests? Right. Yeah. A lot of us don't know. I think it was only by the divine teaching me that I realized what I had going on in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how did this come about for you so you said that you you got the secret at a sunday school class which by the way yeah that does sound like an amazing church that they're like this is part of the curriculum but how did you um so tell me about a little bit about your journey from where you were to how you got to where you are now how did that happen for you yeah so i was a daycare administrator from and preschool teacher from 2005 to about 2012 Mm -hmm. The, um, you probably remember 2008, nine, the housing market, the recession thing was happening. And so parents were pulling their kids out of daycare and I had already hit the top of the financial bracket. Um, and I had three boys at home and was looking at potentially being a single parent household kind of again. And, um, what I was earning was not going to suffice. And so while I was an administrator for a daycare with 125 students in it, and I was leading the school age program, uh, portion of that, I started taking classes, for um, radiology. And um, I was literally, this radiology program was meant to give you not only the technical training and the skills to be able to read x-rays and take x-rays or ultrasounds or sonograms, but also you would graduate with a bachelor's. Hmm. So I'm a great student. I'm a teacher at heart. I think most teachers who who are genuine teachers at heart love to be a student for life. That tends to be a thing that we are. So I did all the prereqs. I did all of the the textbook education. The reason why I chose radiology is because I get nauseous and faint at the sight of blood. So I thought I was going to avoid that whole chapter Mm -hmm. and I got all the education done for this bachelor's and then went on to do the internship and the specific equipment training. And when I went to the hospital to do the internship, they put me in the ER and right. They were talking about this gunshot wound victim and this person with a compound fracture. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm going to see blood. Like I was hoping to do ultrasounds on infants and mommy babies, you know, like that, that, or mammograms, like this is what I was thinking. So I literally spent $20,000 in four years in this education. So, so between that and then my life literally fell apart all in about two months. It was about May of 2012. Mm. Um, and, and everything, the relationship I was in, the house I was living in, the whole family dynamics, everything. Um, and in the background, 
of all that. I had a house cleaning business, daycare uh, administration, and taking classes. In the background of all that, I had a I had an opiate. I had a pain pill addiction, wow. and I was drinking uh, a lot when I wasn't working. I was never drinking while I was working, but nobody knew that I. I didn't think anybody knew that I had these issues. But when my life fell apart in 2012 and I started putting things back together. My sobriety was front and center. So I remember in August, 2012, I was sick and crying and withdrawing and begging God to please help me. Like, cause I didn't, I, I didn't want to be a mess. I wanted to be a good mom yeah. and I wanted to have, you know, a career and a lifestyle that I could be proud of that my kids would be proud of. And I would say within 24 to 48 hours, I started um, hearing what sounded like song lyrics in my mind. And I had always been like a short story poem writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I always had like song lyrics and stuff going on in my mind. But this, I knew I wasn't saying to myself because what was repeating itself didn't make a whole lot of sense. So I sat down and started writing what I was hearing and it turned out to be eight pages of notes and through a couple weeks and a friend that I met online found out that was from my guardian angel. And it was literally from that moment on, I got taught and trained by my divine support team. Wow. That is such a beautiful story. I have goosebumps. I hear it. I feel it. It's resonating and it's just so beautiful. And I asked and they saved me quite literally. Like that's my, and I could have shortened that up, but I just wanted. (laughs) I I had a very similar experience. I didn't know that you had gone through that. So that's, I had a very similar experience when I was 25. So that's, yeah, we'll have to share share that sometime online, but it was very similar with the with the music and the sounds and everything. So that's really interesting. Um, wow. What a powerful story. And so now you help other people tap into their divine beauty and greatness and essence. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I basically teach and train people to do, to communicate with their divine support team members. I think it's probably the most essential, um, ability that that you could have if you want to manifest the life of your dreams and, and show up as all of you, all every, you know, with like your full capacities in service to humanity. Um, I think a lot of times we don't even know what our potential is. And my divine support team was so great about like nudging me and introducing me to people and things that I would have never found them. I don't think I would ever found them on my own if it wasn't for them. Mm. Yeah. So I just, that's why I love helping people with. So the activations are necessary because those of us who are woo woo um, tend to have past lives that were really not compatible for us being spiritual in this lifetime um, or family situations, you know, or upbringings that are just not, um, whether it's prosperity, whether it's feeling safe and confident being spiritual, everybody's got their own, you know, their own, their own, whatever things to work through. Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of the source activations that I provide help people kind of, replace the gunk with more of their soul's signature frequency. So that they're kind of just showing up as that source fractal. (laughs) Beautiful. Do you think that everybody has the capacity to tap into this? hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. 
what is required to be able to tap into your source like that? Uh, well, for sure, asking. Mm. <laughs> I think that's one of the things. I think a lot of people just assume that it's on and our free will is so like um, paramount that these settings are not turned on unless you ask. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people assume and say to themselves, I don't know how. So a good portion of my last eight years mentoring people is actually helping them to understand how they've already been doing it. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing is everybody receives guidance differently. Right, right. So like you were just saying how you hear. So that means you're very clear audience. Yes. Some people just know. Right. Some people see. Some people feel. So I think one of the other things that could be really beneficial is um, us recognizing which one, what, what it like honoring how information comes to us. Mm. Don't be mad that Susie has it different. Just receive <laughs> what's working. <laughs> well, cause I think you can unlock the box to the rest of your clairs and your psychic gifts. If you hone in on what's working mm. and just keep following through and affirming and affirming it, you may never be as great as sister Susie with the clairvoyance. You might not, you mm. might. Mm. Um, but yeah, definitely tune into what's already working and stop calling it evil like this is not a negative this is you were we're all born with this so have you encountered that that's a barrier that it's evil there's a lot of superstition i mean i i don't think those people come at me with that like right, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm out here doing the thing i mean you're not your people yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're not my avatar um but I have, you know, that's, that kind of vibe is out there, you know, and people use pendulums or cards or whatever tool they're drawn to. I'm really good. Like, I think we could all do it without the tools, but I think the tools are good. Like, I don't think they're a replacement. I think they're a nice supplement or validation sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, I've met, I've come across people who think the tools are bad and I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting point of view. And, you know, I don't know, lately, I'm feeling like 2021, we're barely into it, we're a couple weeks in, and I'm feeling like my own personal words are faith and flow. And just Love it. have faith in the flow of the natural unfolding of things. Because just mm-hmm. like you said, in the beginning of this conversation, mm-hmm. I can ask for something, but if I'm not willing to just have faith Contrast. in how things unfold, <laughs> then... Yeah how will I not notice the super Mario world is right there? <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah. And I think be okay with the contrast. Just don't get mad about it. Like yeah, it yeah. just, it's just information. What is this data telling me? And I just, anyway. Yeah. yeah. So faith, faith and flow, faith and flow. That's for me is faith and flow to have more faith and, and trust in the flow because I am, um, Oh gosh, how embarrassing to admit this. I'm a total control freak. I like yeah. things. I like to control my world and my reality. And um, even though I'm a mindfulness practitioner and I'm gotcha. also at the same time, accept change. Um, yeah. It's really about letting go of a lot of that. Yeah. The more I'm trying to control, the less I'm allowing the flow, the fate, yeah. the, the flow. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I've, I've retired, I'm retiring from the army of control. And (laughs) um, so I literally have to chant, like when I find myself 
in that space of either like, cause fear makes me go into control, not knowing everything sometimes makes me go into like controlling behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, so I literally have to like tell myself um, like, trust, <laughs> surrender, release control, allow, like, I really have to say these things in my mind to myself, because it is foreign for me. Yeah. And the, one of the years, if you don't mind my sharing, one of the years that I, um, the divine was teaching me about faith, because this wasn't one that I had, we were strength training my muscles for faith. I went zip lining. Have you been before? Um, not zip lining, but I leaned off the CN Tower and I'm terrified of heights. So yeah, I, same where you're going. <laughs> same. There's something that goes through my mind when you well, it went through my mind when you are stepping off a perfectly good platform yeah. over a cavernous r- ravine where and this was my idea. I took my son for a 16th birthday and 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 I was like, um uh, <laughs> yeah yeah and I I literally had a conversation with God while I was standing there and it was like you know yeah. I'm gonna ask you to step off of a lot of platforms and I need you to trust that you won't fall and I was like oh but can we do it tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> ah tomorrow land the favorite, yeah the favorite, yeah. favorite procrastination tool of the control freak oh I know right later <laughs> later later I really love that story and I like that metaphor of the literal literally stepping off of a platform oh yeah 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 because you probably and you have stepped off of many platforms you're an amazing yeah. yeah and so one of the things this faith became one of my signature frequencies that means when people sign up to work with me they automatically start downloading shifting and copying pasting it's one of my areas areas of mastery which means we get tested a lot and we have a lot of data um doesn't always mean I'm an expert it just means I've had a lot of material um to work with right uh so yeah faith that it was just a big there's a lot of lessons when I go into my faith cabinet (laughs) and they're important though they're so valuable it is it's super valuable and it's I love that what you just said about um your mastery, stepping into your mastery. And it feels like to me with this energy of 2021, that it's all about just activating, like you said, your step, you activate this higher goodness in you, this higher frequency, this higher vibration. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like almost like you don't even need to say anything that just by the Mm -hmm. very nature of changing your energy and your frequency, it changes the whole consciousness. I agree a hundred percent. And I, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities this year (laughs) for people to kind of like, you know, release more of the crud without shame and shift into being more of their like authentic self and you embodying that frequency of faith is going to be an awesome gift to everyone, everyone around you, everyone who works with you, like that's going to be a real gem. So Thanks for doing that. Well, thank you for doing that. <laughs> holding that frequency. That's a tough one to hold because like you said, when you do that, you're tested a lot. 
about. Yeah, you got a lot of data. <laughs> a lot of data. <laughs> it's a lot of material. <laughs> I'm definitely be calling it that. I'm like, oh, I'm having a data download right now. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm being supplied with a lot of additional information. Because, oh you know, we end up sharing these experiences with our clients. We end up sharing these stories. Yeah. So not only are we embodying it, we're embracing it, yes. but then we end up passing it on. It ends up being that that lit torch that you pass on to somebody else. And it's not like, Oh, I'm here. I know so much better. Yeah. It's like, no, you got this. We're in this together. Right. And <laughs> you I think, know, I think that's the difference in energy of someone who's really truly embodying this mm. these teachings and this wisdom is that there's no, there's no ego in it. There's no like, yeah. Oh, look how great I am. Like that actually goes away. Yeah. And sometimes faith, the codes of faith is just sticking to it when it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Sticking consistency yeah. and trusting and all of yeah. those things. And I, and this, so let's talk a little bit about this 5d energy that's happening sure, right sure, now. Sure. And yeah. I'm tell me if you're experiencing this, but from my perspective, what I'm witnessing right now, it feels like I've like, I'm viewing things from a bird's eye view and I'm like, everything's mm -hmm. so absurd right now. And I see everything, yeah. like everything that's not love is shedding itself. That's kind of how I'm seeing it. Yeah. How you, tell me about your experience and what you feel like this is. So I feel like there's a lot of, of things going on. I think this could even be a, a whole other conversation or seminar. Um, so taking it back to basics, I, and I understand what you asked me and I promise I'll get there. Um, my philosophy is that the earth is going through a frequency upgrade and we are physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual bodies are going through an upgrade. And so I feel like, those two human bodies, earth bodies, physically going through shift changes. I, I just feel like these frequencies, it's not matching. I feel like it's really messy and I'm just okay with things being messy. I've gotten really good between my personal training with the divine, between my son's cancer, between the pandemic last year, I've gotten really great at what is my role what is my goal? What is my intention? Who am I showing up as? Who am I here to serve? These are the questions I ask myself whether, and you know, we got drama in the US. There's things we could be talking about, but I literally have to say to myself, what is my goal? What is my role? Who am I here to serve? And you know, what is my intention? What am I here to achieve? Uh, just kind of like that kind of thought process so that I stay in my own boat, stay in my own lane and serve who I feel as though I'm guided to serve. This way I don't get knocked around in any of the stuff. You know, people are getting called out. People are being canceled. There's fear from the pandemic. And I'm not saying any of that stuff's wrong. I'm not... And I'm not feeling holier than now. I think, I think if I stepped out of my boat, I'd be caught up in it too. Mm. Um, I had a massive drama addiction back in my day. I would have looked for opportunities to be invested in all of the things going on. <laughs> but I just, right now, I, mm. I know what that stuff's cost me. I end up like self-medicating because the drama stresses me out at the same time. And, and I've had adrenal fatigue and, and I just, I feel so called. I feel such a responsibility and a duty to serve. And I feel like it's really important, the work that I'm 
I'm being asked to do and the, and the service I'm being asked to provide that I'm just right here. I'm just in my lane. I'm, and that's no, I'm not mad, angry, upset. I don't feel violated by what anyone else is doing. Yeah. From a frequency standpoint, I do feel that on earth and with humans, you're watching people bounce 3D, 4D, 5D mm-hmm. and without precision. Yeah. And a lot of these people that we see in our spiritual community, I'm going to go ahead and say volunteer this opinion. Um, there, I think all of us have the ability to channel to a degree. We all have an ability to tap in to grids and frequencies and see and perceive things. But what I like to say is there are multiple dimensions. When you go into a 3D capsule of Earth, multiple dimensions. When you go into 4D capsule of Earth, multiple dimensions, right. 5D, multiple, multiple frequencies on the scale of each one of those dimensions. Right. So I think there's a lot of us who are popping in and seeing and perceiving certain things like spiritual warfare and then zooming out. And that's not the reality that everyone, we're not all experiencing the same thing Correct. or receiving the same stuff. And I'm not going to say anybody's wrong. I'm just saying this is what I'm observing. Um, Our community is almost like a hotbed of controversy right now. And for me, I feel like I understand some of the confusion and the dilemma. I don't, I don't think people have quite learned the precision and understand where they're tapping into. Mm -hmm. And I allow, again, like we talked about, I allow my heart to guide and navigate me based on who I want to be, who I want to serve, where I want to go. That's how I, and then I do the contrast. I do the shift work. Um, So I'm not in the mess and I'm cool with that. Most days (laughs) it's happening. I see it. And my heart goes out to people who are caught up in, you know, calamity or issues or problems. But I, I, it's, I've been co-creating with the divine for the last year and a half and we're like, I'm good. Yeah. That's how I feel. Just super at peace and calm. Like inner, inner me is very centered and calm. And I try to point things out to people to see, to help them wake up. I'm like, don't you see, but you're right. Some people don't, they just like, Nope, I don't see it. Like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's okay. And it's just, um, but you're right. There's, it's a lot of, um, it's messy in the middle. That's how I look at it too. It's It's messy in the middle. And I think of it as, like when I'm cleaning my house, like deep cleaning and I take everything out and I put it in the middle of the floor and I'm clean. Like it's just super messy before it's super clean. And right. how it feels right now with, as we shift and this planet is vibrating and it is changing frequencies and we are changing frequencies. And, you know, I've been studying the gene keys and human design for a while and um, how in 1987 and the harmonic convergence, he said that by 2025 humans will mutate their DNA and be a more enlightened yeah. species. And until last year, I was like, I don't really see this happening. <laughs> oh yeah. We've been calling back when the divine started mentoring me in 2012. One of the first things they asked me to do, I didn't really understand what it meant. They asked me to ask for, <laughs> they say, this is what you want to ask for. Ask for your dormant DNA to be activated and ask for your soul's memory to be recalled. And I was like, 
Okay. Um, and I can tell you, I think from that space, I've been able to heal my own body. Uh, there was a lot that came with that um, past life recall has been really great. Not that you suffer from, but just that you have skills, talents, and abilities that you didn't have before. Like I used to be terrified to speak in front of an audience. And now I have like a live, I've had several live stream series. Oh. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah. You're so natural. Thanks. <laughs> well, just I used to be terrified. And because you're showing up authentically also. Mm, and there's yeah. a difference too. That's yeah. Well, I think there's a chance I might've been a speaker in a past life or more comfortable speaking in front of people too. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying in addition to, oh, yeah. uh, cause I remember it being almost kind of like almost overnight, my um, sliding into being more comfortable um, talking in front of people when that was never the case growing up. So mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and as far as what you said about um, waking people up, I'm just going to offer, I don't really see it. My, my role to wake people up. Um, I think God does that. I was certainly shaken out of my tree. Uh, I do feel like I'm the lady standing there with the clipboard. Once the woken, the woken herd is like, where do we go? I feel like I'm the guide or the navigator. Like, yeah. have you seen the movie Soul yet? No. <laughs> oh, you got to see it. Oh my gosh. So good. It's a Disney movie and quite literally it's like spirit guides and it's wild. You got to check it out. It's like S-O-U-L, Soul? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I've never even yeah. heard of it. Okay. Yeah. It's fantastic. And it's kind of like, you know, what happens when you die. And so there's, there's the spirits of these people and they're getting plugged into different things in the afterlife. But there's a character in there that I feel like almost is me, like with my clipboard. All right, you come this way. And <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. What a fun, I'm going to have to look and see which character am I? Yeah. It's like fantastic. I'm walking around tapping people going, Hey, do you see that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back around in an hour and see if you see it yet. I know that. Yeah, there actually are characters that do something like that. They're they're helping people get their their patches, which everyone for half the movie or most of the movie, you're led to believe that means that they're discovering like their purpose or their soul's purpose. And I don't want to mess it up, but there is like a crew, like a whole team. Of, of people I think that do what you kind of described which is kind of funny wow. yeah well and I feel like with all of this happening and and the energy just the energetic shift taking out all of the other stuff right if yeah. there was even all the stuff is just a reflection of the energy shift yeah. and it's um it's just so interesting to me that I feel like a lot of people are being forced to go through the dark night of the soul without having asked for it well not do any of us I was gonna say we expected it. I don't think any of us ask for it, but but all of a sudden, if they were like they weren't expecting the change, is what I mean. They might have been like one day it was okay, and the next mm. day they're like they feel everything is different. Yeah, I think I recognize some of what you're referring to. I think a lot of our society right now is being unnecessarily triggered, yeah. and like and grossly traumatized. Mm -hmm. So I think. I think I recognize what you're talking about, but when it comes to like a dark night of the soul, I don't know that anybody, none of us, I don't think any of us ask for that. No, we don't ask for it. But <laughs> I think there, but I think if you're on the, um, well, I can speak from my own experience that when I went through my dark night of the soul, mm -hmm. it was, 
I don't want to say to be expected, but it was also where I was at energetically. So when it mm-hmm. all happened and it, and everything fell bleak and dark and into that very dark, despairing, hopeless place where I finally called out for help, mm-hmm. that I feel like everyone's kind of being forced into that place that they're going to have to call out and ask for help beyond themselves because you're being forced. A lot of people are being forced to recognize maybe even for the first time that, wow, there's got to be more than just me and this stuff. Yeah. One of the things I channeled um, in December, 2020, about 2021 was that the consensus of society would discover that being spiritual was absolutely a necessity, not a hobby. And when I say being spiritual, I mean, I think like maybe meditative or going within self-reflection, you know, how did I get here? What's going on? Kind of like having that um, process of um, internal, I don't know, introspection and accountability and and where do I want to go from here? Kind of being our own nurse, our own doctor um, in a lot of ways. So yeah, I, you know, I agree with you. Um, the divine actually has me. I was working on it all day. I've got a new project that the divine's asking me to to co-create. And I'm just, I'm so excited. Um, it's really different. I mean, it's an extension of what I, I already do. Um, so one of the things I'm really passionate about is, is teaching people like discernment where they have that, that internal, like, yes or no. And, and feeling if something is knowing if something is actually truly aligned for them, because our data processing centers will tell us we want to fit in or not stand out or, you know, all these things, right. Our, our, this, this processing center can really um, talk you out of things that might actually be really good for you or really awesome. And yeah. So, um, between social media and tactics being used all over, um, I'm, I'm literally uh, being guided to study about cults and the methods they use to kind of program people. Um, the divine is asking me using these source activations um, is asking me to create kind of almost like a rehabilitation program for people who have installed uh, these kind of uh, programs, this software, and and now it's kind of almost causing them to be defective in society Uh, or people who no longer want to be a match for harsh religious indoctrination or, or cult stuff so mm. it's literally being called a defragmentation wow. uh that the divine is asking me to put together so i literally just have goosebumps i'm so excited about it and for me to even receive this from the divine i've had to work on my savior savior rescuer syndrome i cannot go in there with my mm. charge uh because i i literally will just end up copycatting copy catting what's kind of already in that frequency so I've had my own personal homework that I've had to be shifting and dialing in on before I'm um, appropriate sponsor of this material that's amazing I mean it sounds like to me like it's so needed and so important and just a huge beautiful Mm. undertaking 
this is what I mean. When you allow the divine to, sh- when you say, show me the way, yeah. I want to do the greatest good for humanity. Mm-hmm. I, I get, I get support and guidance. And this wasn't me assessing and being like, you know what the world needs. <laughs> <laughs> this, this was the divine ask, you know, asking me. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And it's, and it's been breadcrumbed this conversation. So, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, you're dialing in on it when the divine says, well, you've got some homework before you're quite eligible to be the conduit or the teacher of this. And so I'm, I'm going through that too. I appreciate that a lot. And there is, you know, with the, with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing too, about this whole awakening process is the mm-hmm. responsibility aspect of staying in integrity because it's a, because of the, the vibrational nature of intention, right? Yeah. Yeah, I literally have a whole module in my one of my courses, Explore Your Intuition. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. We're we're just really dialing in on because you know, some people think that because they are psychic that they don't have the ability to to turn the dial and respect someone's privacy or people are very intrusive and volunteering information that they didn't ask someone, you know, might I suggest, may I suggest something to you? Like we, we really violate unintentionally with, with a lot of times the best of intentions maybe, but we, we really, I think as a society could get better at asking and respecting people's boundaries and and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah. Maybe someone's not ready to hear what you have to say. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been bombarded with advice before that I didn't, I wasn't and you know, we're humans. We immediately look at the source of the information and we're like, are you qualified enough? You know, we have all these perceptions and judgments and opinions and yeah. yeah. So when you give someone, when you take the responsibility and say, you know, I'd like to share something with you. Would that be okay with you? Mm -hmm. You're kind of almost saving yourself and the other person from what could end up being a volatile next segment of conversation. Completely. (laughs) And I'll share a quick story before, before we disconnect here, but I swear I can talk to you forever. Um, I had an experience of just flippantly giving someone advice about relationships. And at that point that I had said my comment to her, my own relationship was a mess. My relationship life was a disaster. And so I gave her a piece of advice and she just very casually looked at me and she said, well, you don't have what I want. So I'm not going to listen to you. And I'm telling you that was bell. It didn't hurt my feelings at all. It It was like a huge awakening moment for me that opened my eyes to like this huge truth of reality about being the thing that you want instead of Mm. offering advice about how important it is to be. And I was like, well, I don't have what I want either. And I was like, oh my gosh, how do I create what I want? And it like set me off on this whole other trajectory by, but that was by being open to receiving that feedback that could have definitely been taken negatively or reactive. Mm. But instead, I received it as complete truth mm-hmm. was, and, yeah. um, and, and an awakening moment. So again, that was a, a moment of data collection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and that matches something that Mother Mary told me probably six years ago. 
yeah, six, about five, six years ago, Mother Mary came to me and I was doing like what I call a spirit circle meditation with a bunch of people. And I was in trance channeling and she was telling us that the next wave of awakening um, would require us to kind of embody, embody our message. Mm -hmm. And those who could not we would watch them kind of fall out of the sky in the personal development and coaching and mentorship industry. And I have to be honest with you, and this isn't judgment. I'm just observing a lot of the people, our industry was way more saturated and I think and congested five, six years ago than it is now. And a lot of the people who I have observed who haven't been able to gain traction or expansion it is because they're missing the embodiment piece of the puzzle they may be great messengers they may be great teachers but the world has changed and unless you're taking your own medicine or walking your own talk the divine's not going to set you up to to serve 100 yeah Yeah. it'll fall apart yeah it's like my like my journey with the sound healing and becoming a sound healer and using sound that I was like, well, why didn't I do this sooner? And the answer is very simply that I was not in enough integrity to be doing that work with people because it affects people's auras. It affects their energy fields. It affects Mm. their insides. It affects their hearts. It affects Mm -hmm. everything. And so I had to be in a space of total integrity with myself first to be able to have the energy, even the healthy energy and carry the intention to pass that to other people. Yeah. That's our homework. So important, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just love you and the work that you're doing in the world and your story and the stories of transformation. And, Mm. you know, I feel like us healers, people who are in this healing and I don't call myself a healer. I'm just, I activate other people's capacity to heal. That's what I say. Mm. And, um, but it seems like we've gone through our own trials to give us the empathy and the compassion yeah. non judgment. Yeah. 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 I would love for you to share where people can find you and how they can work with you. Oh, thank you. I would love to, um, you know, I, I created an online spiritual Academy called messengers of spirit that has digital courses for empath empowerment, explore your, exploring your intuition and divine communication. And honestly, between you and I, a year ago, that did not look like an intelligent idea. The completion rate for digital courses was about 5%, but the divine knew better than I did. And we, we nearly approached a six figure year last year. So what do I know? Yeah. Blessings abound. And I stayed with the faith. It didn't make sense to me. It wasn't feeling much like progress a year ago, but we stayed with it. Um, yeah. And then YouTube, I'm on YouTube at tie the spirit messenger. I've got guided meditations there and cool little like magic tips. If somebody is wanting to try some of my intuitive, my little expert intuitive tips that the divine has taught me. Some of them even came from Mary Magdalene or mother Mary, you know, try this, try that. There's a whole playlist on my YouTube channel that's they're called magic tips. I think there's like six of them. Um, They're just fun, like five to seven minute videos of try this out and tell me what you think. Um, Where else can you find me? Oh, our Facebook group, you know, our Be Your Own Guru community. I I feel like it's such an awesome space. So I let other healers, intuitives, and empaths, I let them share their knowledge. I let them 
offer a sale or market themselves in there, but it's not like spammy. It's like, look what I have you guys. Like it's this exciting and we get to, so it's almost like a classroom and a meeting place and yeah, be your own guru community. So I welcome, you know, all those people from all walks of life all over the globe. If you're seeking or teaching, um, it's a very, there are ethical standards in my space. Um, and I, I do consider that part of my queendom. Um, and, and it's not about coming from a place of like, you're not good enough. It's we don't violate each other in there. And, and we don't force our beliefs or opinions. We offer advice, we offer suggestions when we've been given permission, but it's just been lovely. Um, over the last, I don't know, five years, I've had the group only had to give the boot to a couple people so the rules are right the standards and and everything is right there and i may surround that space with protection with freya and archangel michael as well and they're really great they are they're really great at at helping me i think keep things smooth and and good in there so the best admins ever (laughs) yeah i mean seriously they let me know when we have a an issue in the midst and then let me think the online spiritual academy. The other thing I guess I could just mention, um, my my classroom for it right now is full. But one of the things I'm I'm most excited about providing right now is the spirit messenger training. So if somebody is in a position where they want to kind of increase their their ability to communicate with the divine and expand their spiritual business on in the online space and they want to do it from a place of like integrity and values, um, the divine's offered me really awesome ways to call in our soulmate clients by focusing and honing in on that um, signature frequency. Mm -hmm. So once somebody graduates from that training and working with me, they have their signature program and their offer and, and they just really have a sense of who they are, what they're providing. And you don't become a mini tie. You become a better, you a more informed, knowledgeable, skilled you. Um, Cause while you're in there, I kind of help you bring the best and, and, and the most that we can out of you. So yeah, spirit messenger training. I've got two groups enrolled right now. One's getting ready to graduate the next month or so. And it's just been the highlight of my life for like the last year or so doing that and um, having the second group and I'll, I'll be enrolling the next crew of spirit messengers, I think around March. That was my question was when yes. the March around <laughs> March enrollment. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Well, I definitely talked to you longer than I talked to most people. Oh, sorry. No, no, it was, no, no, it was my, (laughs) my leading (laughs) questions. Typically I, but I feel like this is timely and such important information and so, so relevant. And we'll probably, I just sense, like, I'm just getting that Mm. feeling that so many people will resonate and identify Mm. and be able to seek and find where they can get some answers. So I really appreciate your beautiful, generous heart and for being here and talking to me in this wonderful conversation and just your Eunice. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I have such a good life now and it used to be a disaster. And part of the work that I do, I feel like is just my give back and gratitude for being here, being held and taken care of. So I'm good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) See you soon. Yes. (laughs) 
You've been listening to The Powerful Creator Show with Cheryl Sosnowski. Subscribe at iTunes or go to PowerfulCreatorShow.com and join our email list so you never miss a future episode. Have a powerfully creative day.